This is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today we're going to talk about a subject that has a lot of different emotions and feelings and beliefs um, wrapped around it, and it is ADHD. Now, the reason we're talking about ADHD is because I have a lot of family members that have it, and so I want to talk about it and how it affects the way you need to be organized. But it's going to take a few different um, videos and podcasts to cover uh, the whole subject. And I don't want it to be boring. I want it to be interesting. And also, I want those that have ADHD to be able to listen to it as well. Um, but right now, what we're just going to talk about comes from the American Psychiatric Association. And uh, you can find that information on their website. Um, but I just want to, to talk a little bit about it because, yes, it's something that um, most people... Um, think about in school when your child is diagnosed with ADHD. But the thing I have learned about ADHD um, in, over the years is there are things, and some of them are simple things, there are simple things that you can do for your children and for adults can do to manage ADHD. Um, now, here are some of the myths that people associate people with ADHD, especially when the person hasn't been diagnosed yet and doesn't even know that they have ADHD. Um, they're labeled as scatterbrained. Um, sometimes they are perceived as not very smart. They're very forgetful, so that's one of the reasons. Um, there's just a lot of labels put on people that struggle with ADHD. And then there's a lot of people, especially a lot of people my age, that are ADHD but don't even know it because that they they're just that's just the way they've always been. They don't know the difference. So that they know they struggle with certain things and they know that people don't really understand them. Um, and that's where I've been. I haven't officially been um, diagnosed, but because um, I have studied this because of my family members that have been have been diagnosed, I've started studying it and and realized that all of those things ring a bell with me. Um, I've often um, had a difficulty with things, and that is the reason I've always had to be really, really, really organized. Uh, and I might have mentioned some of this in a, another video, but uh, because I'm very forgetful, I have to write everything down. Um, and I don't procrastinate. I, I have to get it done. Um, if I have a large uh, project or task, 
that I have to do, I will break it up into a whole week project. Um, now I work for myself so I can do that. I know that I, if I know that I need to have something done, uh, by a certain weekend, I may start on it two weeks ahead and just do a little bit at a time and get things in order. That way I get it done early. And then if something happens, if I forget something or I have time to concentrate on just what I have forgotten or just fixing uh, something that I, you know, didn't foresee happening. And that, that puts out a lot of, you know, it just keeps you relaxed. It's hard to, it's really hard to explain because it's, it's something that goes on in our brains. So it's really hard to, but if you write everything down, but here is what I want you to know about what, just to start out knowing what this is. Attention and deficit hyper disorder is one of the most common mental disorders affecting children. ADHD also affects many adults. It's just that back in the day, no one knew what it was and adults didn't go to the doctor for those type things. Um, so they just really didn't know that they had ADHD. And I know a lot of times you, you tell people, oh, well, I'm very forgetful or I can forget, some, uh, I can forget what I'm saying in the middle of a sentence. And someone will say, oh yeah, I've done that. That's no big deal. No, the difference is you do it every once in a while. It's an all day, every day for someone, um, with ADHD. So there's the difference. There's a lot of things that everyone does every once in a while, but with ADHD, it's almost every day, all day, uh, thing that they have to overcome. So it's, um, symptoms of ADHD include inattention, not being able to keep focused. It's not that they are goofing off necessarily. Now in children, they're children. So they may start goofing off when they haven't been, they can't get focused. But in adults, it's not a lack of trying because adults are trying to adult. Uh, but the symptoms of ADHD include inattentiveness, not being able to keep focused, uh, hyperactivity, always having enough energy to just keep going, the, the energizer bunny, uh, excess movement that is not fitting to the setting, and impulsivity, hasty acts that occur in the moment without thought. Um, that's why sometimes uh, we have to stop and think, you know, that term, think before you speak, Sometimes things just come, they pop into our brain, they come out of our mouth. Um, they're not meant to be insulting or rude or um, it's just something that popped into our mind and came out. And because of the way it came out, since we didn't think it through and the way it came out, then it comes out sometimes as an attack or something rude um, 
But ADHD is diagnosed as one of three types, the inattentive type, the hyperactive type uh, with impulsive type, or the combined type. A diagnosis is based on the symptoms that have occurred over the past six months. Uh, usually it'll be a, at school, it'll be a checklist of things that the teacher has noticed in the last six months, not over the lifetime of a child. You know, it's, it's things that are distinct within the last six months. Uh, inattentive, inattentive type, six or five, wait, let's see, six. Oh, okay. Age six or age five for people over, okay, just forget that. I'm not understanding that. The following inattentive type doesn't pay close attention to details or makes careless mistakes in school or job tasks, has problems staying focused on tasks. And yes, I, I have notes because I have to have notes. Uh, so I don't forget. Uh, has problems staying focused on tasks or activities such as during lectures, conversations, or long reading, does not seem to listen when spoken to, uh, does not follow through on instructions, and doesn't complete schoolwork, chores, or job duties. Uh, may take tasks, but quickly loses focus. Has problems organizing tasks and work, for instance. Does not manage time well. Has messy, disorganized work. Misses deadlines. Avoids or dislikes tasks that require sustained mental effort, such as preparing reports and completing forms. Often loses things needed for tasks or daily life. Um, you can have a pencil in your hand and not even move away from your desk and not and lose it. You know, somehow you put it down in an awkward place and now you can't find it and you didn't even move away from your desk. These are just complicated little, not complicated, but these are just little things that happen to someone with ADHD all day long. Um, loses things needed for tasks or daily life, such as school papers, books, keys, wallet, uh, cell phone, and eyeglasses, is easily distracted. Okay. Um, yeah, we already said that. Um, gets daily tasks such as doing chores, running errands. Older teens and adults may forget to return phone calls, pay bills, and keep appointments. Now, hyperactive impulsive type. Fidgets with or taps hands or feet constantly, squirms in the seat, not able to stay seated in classroom, workplace, runs ab about or climbs where it's inappropriate, unable to play or do leisure activities quietly, always on the go, as if driven by a motor. Remember that there, it's, it's not just um, active, it's like you're driven by a motor. 
Now, of course, this is going to be different depending on whether you're a child or a grown-up because grown-ups tend to overcompensate or compensate for some of those things where kids, they don't know. They, they just do whatever their body wants them to do. Talks too much. Blurts out an answer before a question has been finished. For instance, uh, you know, they might interrupt. For instance, may finish people's sentences. Can't wait to speak in a conversation. They're, they're not listening. They're just waiting for their turn to speak. As difficulty, has difficulty waiting his or her turn, such as while waiting in line, interrupts or intrudes on others for instance, cuts into conversations, games, or activities, or starts using other people's things without permission. Older teens and adults may take over what others are doing. There is no lab test to diagnose ADHD. It's just a little questionnaire. Um, it involves gathering information from parents, teachers, and others. Uh, filling out checklists and having a medical evaluation, including vision and hearing screening to rule out other medical problems. The symptoms are not the result of a person being defiant or hostile or unable to understand a task or instructions. Um, now, let me focus a little more on ADHD and adults. Many adults with ADHD do not realize they have it. We already talked about that. A comprehensive evaluation typically includes a review of past and current symptoms, a medical exam and history, use of adult rating scales for checklists or checklists. Adults with ADHD are treated with me medication, psychotherapy, or a combination. Now that sounds scary, but really isn't. It's just coping mechanisms that they teach and um, workarounds, or now that they call them hacks, <laughs> ADHD hacks. Um, uh, behavior management strategies, such as ways to minimize distractions and increase structure and organization and involving immediate family members can also be helpful. So that's basically what happens when you go and um, get diagnosed and they help you manage the symptoms. It's really not a scary thing. Now, another thing that can help those with ADHD manage their symptoms, it's kind of like when you had uh, a child that was hyper you um, gave them lots of activities to do to keep them busy. Um, well, with adults, exercise can help you manage, may help manage ADHD symptoms. At the very least, it can help you channel extra energy. Some research suggests that physical activity may stimulate parts of the brain associated with ADHD. Activities like yoga and karate may be better for ADHD because they offer opportunities for memorizing move movements. So these are the things, um, when my son was diagnosed with ADHD, we did put him in Taekwondo. One, because they did teach them how, it did teach them how to focus and how to, um, uh, and also 
um, you know, we did it for bullying, you know, not, not so that he could hit someone back, but so that if someone were to attack him, he could defend himself quickly. He could always, he, there were, there are moves that you can learn in Taekwondo that will help you block, uh, people's hand motions if they are trying to hit you or bully you. So that was basically um, some of that. But also it teaches them discipline. And that is what someone with ADHD sometimes needs is discipline. So you keep finding activities that they love and enjoy that they can focus on and stay busy. Now that's for children. Now um, with adults, that's also part of the reason I love organization is because there are several different types of people um, and ADHD is also in that. Um, there are people that have to, that love to scatter their stuff all over. Um, everything is out in the open and vis visible because they don't want to forget where it is. They want, they don't want to forget where they left off. They want to be able to go back to it. Um, and that's a type. And then we have the type of person, which this has nothing to do with ADHD. ADHD, I, I, I wanted to attack to talk to you about ADHD so that I could also tell you that when I organize for people, that is what I keep in, in mind. Those that need clear containers for their organization, they need to be able to see everything. Um, and then if they don't like the clear, there's the semi-clear so that you can still see everything, but it's not the super, super visual. And then there are the items with holes in it so that it's still contained, um, but not quite as visible as this. Um, there are uh, people that when they consider organizing, you can't even see the pipes uh, under their sink. They, they don't even like to see pipes under their sink. They don't even like labels. Labels drive them nuts because it's, they want everything completely whitewashed and unseen. And they are good at putting the things back in micro, uh, small, tiny little organizational bins. They like everything micro-organized in small little things. Everything has a lid. Everything has a box. You can't see any of the things. And then there are, like I said, the ones that spreads the to complete opposite where you can, you have to be able to see everything. Um, now for my husband, I tend to, he says he wants to see everything. Um, so I do put it in a basket, but it's still completely open basket. You can completely see it. Now me, I'm in between. I like 
clear container so I can see what's in it, but I also like it within a cabinet so that the doors can be closed and I don't have to see it when the doors are closed. And then I can open it up and I have all the clear containers and I know what it's in. If it's not in a clear container, it'll be something that, for example, it holds just ribbon or it just holds thread and then it has that label on it. I do like labels. So there are so many different personalities in organizing. And as a professional organizing, that's what I do. I take in account everyone's personality type and every person's way of organizing. If you have ADHD, you, it's usually some things you can organize like anyone else in a drawer like your underwear can be in a drawer. You're always going to know where those are. But if you're like me and you forget to take your vitamins every day, those have to be visible, more in your face visible. I mean, they, they have to be, you know, even though I don't like my vitamins being out, I have no choice or I won't remember to take them. So, my job as an organizer is, is to take all of these things in account, uh, whether it's, or, you know, all types of people need all types of different organization. It's got to be the organization that works for you. It can, I love the Pinterest worthy organization. I think it is absolutely fabulous. And for me, in some cases, that works for me. It has to be all pretty for me to um, put it back where it goes because I want to keep it all pretty. Um, but for others, pretty doesn't work for them. It has to be more accessible and more out in the open. Um, that's why some people have cabinets in their kitchens and some just have shelves in their kitchens for that open concept. They can, they want it out and open to where everyone can see it, but they also want it to be nice and pretty. So all the dishes match and everything's pretty. And then there are those that don't care about matching. They just want it functional. They want it all out in the open and functional. So these are all things that I keep in consideration. And I hope today that you learned a little bit about um, how to organize for your personality and, and that you can have ADHD and still be organized because we're going to work around your personality. All right, well, hopefully I, I didn't ramble around too much, and hopefully um, you learned a little bit about different types of organization for different types of people, and uh, I will continue to talk about ADHD and some of the things that will help you if you have ADHD in um, the next two videos. I do have some interviews that I may be interjecting from business people, people in business that I'm interviewing, maybe in between, but we're going to tackle uh, some things because I think if, even if you do not have ADHD, 
these organizational systems will help everybody. I figure if if they're little hacks to work around ADHD and uh, you are not ADHD, but you tend to have these tendencies, they'll work for you as well. And uh, so we are going to cover a, a lot of different things in the next few podcasts. So stay tuned if you want to learn more. All right, guys, thank you for listening to all my ramblings. But I do hope that you will go to the association of, uh, let me read this again, so that if you want more information on ADHD, go to the American Psychiatric Association uh, under what is ADHD and um, and learn a little bit more about that because it can help you even if you're not ADHD or if it will help family members that you know that do have ADHD because we're all in it together, guys. So we all have to tolerate each other's personalities and um, help each other out. All right, guys, I will talk to you in the next one. See you later.